This is a HeadGum Original. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Started writing an email in the dead of the night. My girl cheated on me with my best friend. Was it something I said or something I did? Did he think her pussy was tight? Though I tried not to write you, though I tried, but I guess I'll write into if I were you. Some shit. I don't know. They didn't pay me for this. Whoa. Nice. Whoa. Very Are you kidding nice. me with that? That was awesome. I wish she didn't insult my father. But That was yeah. It's kind of an part, inside joke from the podcast. You constantly yeah, call your dad a pumpkin man. I he's can say that. He's a real pumpkin man. A living in what's a that, what pumpkin. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> you say, what say, was that? That was a John what Lennon impression, impression, but it was uh, it was like the Beatles. She's insulting a real the, Noah. The Beatles. Man. You're insulting Lennon's legacy, and you're insulting my old man. I don't ask for that. What'd you call him? <laughs> a pumpkin? I called him a pumpkin man. That's <laughs> nah, tacky. That's tacky. <laughs> it's a it's a runner. It's a bit. It's a goof. Uh, we were just joking along. It wasn't just me, by the way. It was this guy Matthew. Who attached mm. a parody of "Every Rose Has Its Thorn" by Poison? Did you know that song? Oh, um, I mean, I know that song, but I didn't recognize that song. Every rose has its thorn. It's kind of like yeah. about how sometimes flowers look fine, but ultimately, when you touch them, they fucking kill. So it's like, what's the That's point funny. of even gardening? Because at I the really, same time, you can have tulips, and it doesn't. I don't make think you the bleed. songs. I don't think the song was meant to be taken that literally. Really, <laughs> you think that every rose has its thorn is about fucking gardening? It's about identifying flora and fauna that's why the no, next line is most tulips look like this and then in the music video they basically show what it looks like so that you can identify it and then that way when you're on a hike or something you can impress a chick by being like that's a rose it has a thorn that's tulips now why don't you kiss my tulips and then you lean in basically and you go for the smooch because I mean, it's date number four. Why are we taking shit so slow? (laughs) (laughs) You are really dating yourself with this weird courtship metaphor where you're on a walk in a fucking garden. I'm actually dating myself. 
it's me and myself walking through this public park and I'm sort of mm-hmm. identifying flowers to myself and trying and to you're, you're trying to convince yourself to perform auto fellatio, but you're, <laughs> you're horny and prude at the same time. All right. That's enough. Uh, this is the first ever theme song submission by Matthew, AKA Matt. So shout out Thank to Matt. You. Nothing to plug. Thank you. Um, okay. But I guess his Instagram at Matthew underscore Lucente L U C E N T E. Thanks, Matt. All right, crazy. Thank you. You, th- you think that Thank anybody's you. gonna follow Matt? What do you mean? Why would they? Like, right? It's like, all right, that song was pretty good, and now I want to see Matt on a fucking hike. <laughs> <laughs> they follow me because yeah. I'm I have an interesting life, and I have, you an, have interesting an interesting life. life? Yeah, <laughs> you're not married. And all you do is post photos of your fucking dog. And like... Yeah, right. If I look at your Instagram right now, I don't think (laughs) you've left... Fascinating. You've barely left your living room in what (laughs) seems like a year and a half. Even longer, yeah, just in case. But like, I feel like I'm the most interesting man in the world. (laughs) No, you're not. Let me look at... Let's pull up your Instagram and see if... Well, don't look now because I've been... uh, clinically depressed for a year so like all this shit is actually coming through my art yeah okay a lot of the Um, times you can see the pain of the eyes behind the mouth here's a photo a a selfie of you in sunglasses with a mask i almost got canceled for that people thought i was sort of virtue signaling wearing a mask outdoors when it wasn't necessarily called for by the cdc (laughs) so i had my ass trolled and kicked out of class for that What's mm-hmm. the what's the photo before that? The photo before that is um it's it's a screenshot from that's the funny. Forbes article that talked about our dating app. So that's just <laughs> that's actually really fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> before before that, it's a screenshot of a text conversation <laughs> that you had with an Amazon rep. Yeah, as a goof. You... <laughs> that was that actually played <laughs> yeah. really really well engagement wise. How many comments and likes did it have? <laughs> Not that the I other care. Is a really, really dark You just photo. didn't answer it. How many likes does it have? It has 5,000 likes. That's actually Engage- really good for me. But yeah, what's the photo before that? Yeah. It's a really, really dark photo where Avital is doing stand-up. Super, super tiny in the bottom third. Yeah, almost. that was sort of like slice of life style Ansel Adams photography. A slice of life. Whilst yeah. I was playing with like sort of lightness and darkness in terms of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, because it started to be like, I'm not okay, going to give you this platform to, to, to explain your, your Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, for sure. You fucking um, love, you're eating this shit up. You want me to say, you want me to fucking announce every photo. <laughs> What's the one so you before can say that? That it played well, or that it's a slice of life. Before that, it's another fucking screenshot of you, of a text thread of you telling a delivery person that you're famous. Yeah. Well, that's a goof. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh, this is, it's, yeah, somebody got your, somebody ga- texted the wrong number. They asked if you could cover uh, <laughs> their shift. That was actually somebody number. doxing me. I would get like uh, thousands of texts from strangers to the point where I couldn't even block the numbers fast enough, I guess. I guess my phone number leaked or something, and people were taking advantage of that, which kind of sucked to see slash hear. At a certain <laughs> point, they were egging my fucking dog. <laughs> Who does that? Egging your dog? Actually, I've... I mean, not to turn this into a podcast about me, but 
it, while yeah, walking it around is. the neighborhood um, more and more, you know, because trying to get some exercise in on the daily slash reg, I keep mm-hmm. seeing this um, celebrity that lives near me, like a real Who? fucking star, a movie star, basically. Really? And I, I, have... I don't need to name names, but like there's, <laughs> he's kind of a big deal. And like, I want to be able to walk up to him and be like, by the way, <laughs> I know you, I assume you know me. We can, I don't know if you you want a double date or anything. Like we're both walking around our neighborhood, a couple of celebs hoping that nobody notices. They have a significant other. They do have a significant other, and that person is also famous. Like this is the kind of life this guy leads. That's why you want to do that double date. Yeah, I want to sort of get in on that. Have you waved? Do you smile? Do you nod? Sometimes I'll do like the head up, the head down, and like i'm so fucking nervous slash scared i don't even clock his response like right. maybe he's doing it back to me in a way that like he probably watched our videos growing to, up no i don't think so i Not assume that so. he doesn't know who you are right how do i you're right, how do i get him to know that i'm also with podcast i have right. fans and my what Instagram if you is... trip in front of you're on your phone you trip yeah. <laughs> on in front of him but it That's lands good. face up and he all of a sudden sees OK Bloomer's TikTok open, 2.1 million loops or whatever the fuck, right? <laughs> so good. then, so then he's like, "Oh shit, a, a fellow fame! I didn't realize that." Because he's um, would he see the amount of plays my talk has? Because it's kind of an impressive number. That's true. I think if you if your phone landed is right, open to the viral one, yeah. If it's op- if it falls face and up and he can see it should There's i fall no face way. up <laughs> you don't have to just try hit phone. clip the back of my head <laughs> so you you're completely out of it you wake up your phone your wallet is are both gone <laughs> he stole person. it or this guy or he sort left of... you and someone else robbed you you know i, I wonder also, if his girlfriend I, knows who i am because she's also a pretty big deal <laughs> In my old neighborhood, Jill and I ran into a famous couple as well. On a and walk. like, and then did you want to be and like, we shot, by the we way, we shot the breeze. We like, you had we chatted for a little bit because there cool. were a lot of people walking around. And we and you're talked like, about hey, the neighborhood. isn't it fucking insane how neighborhood goes with regards to being famous? You guys being <laughs> you, and then being Jill over here. She's more of like behind the scenes, but like I have a pretty mm-hmm. popular partner. Do you but know OK works, Bloomer she, on time, Instagram? Yeah, she was working at Principato. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> They had to at least have known the same agents in the same circles. This podcast yeah. is getting really inside baseball now, but I but feel like good. I need to know who your fame is. I think I'll. T- I don't want to tell you in case like somebody actually knows this person, and then it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy's a fucking creepy ass loser. Why is he talking so much about me and naming my right. name on the podcast? That makes sense. So will you tell me, and we'll bleep it out. I'll tell you, but you probably have never even heard of this guy. He's then they're not like, famous. He's low key D list. <laughs> He's low-key D-list. What, less famous than you? Way less famous. He's me in like 10 why? years. <laughs> what? So you're, on the, you're admitting you're on the decline. <laughs> he's me in 10 years. Matthew McConaughey's speech was about how he's always trying to be better. You're saying this guy's so bad that he's you in 10 years. I'm on the B-list and I'm on the C-cline, a.k.a. I'll be posing for Calvin Klein than the C-list in three mm. years. And by the time I'm his age, he's younger than me, but like by the time I'm his Calvin. age in 10 years, I'll be on the D-list with him. And I fear that tripping in front of him won't actually get the job done with regards to what I'm trying to do, which is 
there's nothing better than going to a fucking dinner party with celebrities, if that makes sense. Like, for me to share a meal buffet style with Emile Hirsch, like that level of person. Mm. Not that not that that's the guy that I see, but like it could be an Emile Hirsch level person, if that makes sense. Okay, so Emile Hirsch is not that famous. He's but like, imagine sharing a meal with him. A, a meal with a meal? <laughs> How good would that be? How good would that feel? <laughs> to share a meal with a meal. And if you get it for a good deal, that would be a steal. I mean... A steal of a God. deal to feel a meal with a meal. <laughs> and guess what we're eating? Grilled seal. Because that's no what a way. meal likes. Yeah. There's no way you're seal eating six. an endangered species. Fuck no. No way. No how. Anyway... Let's get to the point of the show, which is actually an advice podcast. I, I asked you for advice, and you gave me some shitty-ass thing about tripping next to him, which I'll try, but I really doubt it's going to actually move the needle. I feel like it could. For an Emil-level guy to see me like that, face down on my teeth. <laughs> I didn't say for you to fall. I said for you to drop your phone. Really? You added the falling face <laughs> up and down. Clip your head, now your teeth. <laughs> You could, I mean, if you really hurt yourself in front of him, if you really eat shit and he needs to help you, he might learn your name and then find out that you low-key have a small following on loyal, social media. Yeah. Small but, but loyal. But loyal, but th- that all kind of trolls you in the comments and stuff. So The girlfriend is not Lord, but it might as well be Lord. And I might as well be Royal to have a dinner with her and her Emile-esque boyfriend. Which is not a Hirsch. Right. So, and like, Neil that's what Hirsch I'm working with Lord. here. Yeah. I see. Okay. Um, but, yeah, this is, if I were you, it's an advice, like, podcast. But, like, honestly, it's trending towards TV show slash movie. Probably Netflix or Hulu or something. I'm trying to, like, build up the courage to talk to this fucker. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm Anthony Bloom. I feel How like you're hosting you? this this podcast now as if he's listening. Well, I'm afraid. <laughs> as if he got through the first part where we... This is after he's helped you home when you've hurt your neck and your head and your teeth. He's listening to the podcast and he's like, oh my God, did he do that on purpose? And that couldn't be. I, that Not Anthony. And then you just introduced yourself now as Anthony Bloom for him. I mean, there's a chance he probably already listens to the show. Like, no, that's the not. kind of head nods I've been giving him. And you tap your ear pod. <laughs> but then it, like, starts and stop because I have that, like, new Bose technology. So I can, like, stop and start by tapping on my eardrum. And it, like, yeah, yeah it kind of fucks up with my, my playback. Anyway. You're walking the dog around the neighborhood? Or is it just yeah. you? Yeah, sometimes solo. it's the dog. Sometimes the dog will not want to be with me anymore. <laughs> So I'll go solo dolo. Nice. Luke bit me in my sleep last night, but again, neither here nor there. He went straight for the um, jugular. Like he knows that <laughs> he wants you gone. It's not even the night nip. too. So I couldn't, yeah. yeah, he missed it by like a quarter inch. How did He's he know? Plotting. He yeah. must've been trained. There's no he way it wasn't a trained assassin attack. Cause he was waiting until I snored. That's how he fucking knew it was time to roll. Um, all right. We got a question about, um, this guy's mother-in-law. A mother-in-law mm. question. Classic. Love um, it. Whoa. Um, okay. Uh, what's the name of a guy who has a mother-in-law? Um, 
a guy who has a mother-in-law me yeah i have a mother-in-law that's funny we'll call this guy me <laughs> nice me writes <laughs> this is like a such a shitty episode for the guy to listen to the famous guy like i don't want him to like yeah <laughs> think that this yeah. is status quo we don't usually talk about you <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. and it's usually a pretty funny name but whatever jake kind of fucked up um <laughs> the prompt was who, what's a guy that has a mother-in-law <laughs> so that's not really setting me up for success just fucking read the question your famous celebrity crush crush your hall pass isn't listening okay <laughs> hey guys i suspect my wife's mom is cheating and i'm am i obligated to tell my wife Basically, my mother-in-law has been swinging by our place to drop off a few things at a time. Foods, tools, etc. And every time, she's been with the same man. Unfortunately, when asked about it, her mother claims she's been doing it with her female co-worker. And to add to the suspicion, she only comes to the house uh, when she believes nobody is home and isn't aware that I've been seeing her. Uh, I, it wouldn't be totally unprecedented, as my wife has told me that her mom has had at least one affair uh, that almost destroyed her marriage. I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, and I especially don't want to get it super awkward around the family, uh, as I'm the only one who could have possibly seen them together. Uh, what would you guys do if you were me? Thanks. Love? Me. Me. Um, yeah. So, like, it seems like the nice thing to do is to tell your wife, but, like, would you actually do that? Or would you be like, oh, I'll just pretend I didn't see anything and then avoid having an awkward conversation forever? So he asks, who's, like, when the mother-in-law is asked, she says that she's been coming by with her female coworker. Yeah, it's like, oh, I dropped by this thing with my friend Sophia. And then it's like, oh, I saw her and she wasn't with Sophia. She was with the fucking right. mailman. And I think she's having an affair because she's had one before. Should I tell my wife? Yeah. I, oof. That's, I was trying to, like, kind of get to being able to say you don't know for certain that it's an affair. And I wouldn't say anything based on a suspicion because I feel like yeah. that wades into pretty murky waters. That said, this really does seem like she's having an affair so would you say anything to your lady if you saw and her reason, mom i'm still i saw mommy kissing thoughts. santa claus <laughs> hold on the reason it seems like an affair is because that she's being secretive about it and it's a dude and she's had a, an affair before but maybe she's trying to be secretive about it because she's had an affair before and doesn't want that kind of uh scrutiny um, or mistrust so it's not a, even a, an affair it's just that like i know that i've like broken trust before so let's not even like let's not even test it even though i'm not having an affair i don't want to say that i'm hanging out with this guy because then everyone's going to be weird about it you know yeah and now you're fucking blowing up her spot like thanks for saying anything and then it's like what if your wife is like, yeah, it's not, it's just her friend. Why the fuck are you telling me this? Like, it's some weird, mom, mom, yeah. Jake said that he saw you with this A guy. And then the mom is like, I'm on the phone with your father. What guy? What? Did you go mm. around? Oh, Jake, why did you have to fucking do this? Yeah. You could have just kept your trap shut. Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm feeling. Like, I, I would maybe not say anything. Though I think you're right in your suspicion. Hmm. Okay. That's good. So 
sort of like, you know, you know, but don't say anything because it's not helpful. You're right to, yeah, you know, you know, you are suspicious, rightfully so. You're probably right. But still, is it worth blowing everything up on a hunch, even when it's this strong? I don't think it is. Yeah, because you'll always be, even if, like, best case scenario is you fucking tell people and you were right, and then the divorce happens, and then it's like, thank God I did that. I'm the one who brought it to light, and I'm the one who caused the rift in this relationship. Mm -hmm. And is that good? I mean, not that you did anything wrong. Obviously, the cheater is the one at fault, but at the same time, did you do anything good by bringing it to light and forcing forcing it to happen? Yeah. So I would probably not do anything either, even though it might be the quote-unquote right thing to do is to say something to your wife, not hide it. Right. You could just, let like, her, try to let put... Let you two make the decision together? I feel like if you... I feel like if you really want to say something, then I would... I think you need to put yourself further in a position of uh, being able to confirm what is going on. Mm, Yeah. Is there anything to like, I'll talk to my wife about it and then we'll make the decision together. Or is there a pre-decision to make before you even go to the wife? I think before you, I mean, definitely wife is the first person you tell. Yeah. But I think you need, you might as well get a little more information. Okay. So maybe you hide in a trash can or something. And Yeah. But I don't think you need to go like private. I wonder if you can follow you them know? or case their joint in a way That's where you can get some really nice high res imagery, black and white, and you put it in like a dossier and then like right. that dossier can be leaked in a way. Then I feel like, see, I feel like doing, going to that level, then everybody is going to be like a little bit suspicious as to like why you spied on your mother-in-law. That's cool. Even if you did it for a noble intention. Uh, okay. All right. So what would we do in that situation? We would probably not say anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's take a break. Uh, answer some more questions on the other side of these messages. Woo. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader dot com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say "damn the man" with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's a non-movement good. movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a little I sure do, and it is to come work at HeadGum. Like, uh, instead of me? (laughs) Um, Well, I was talking specifically about um, our summer internships. I'll take it. I just want to be involved anymore. Okay. All right. Sweet. So you, I'll find a new co-host and partner to run content. Who could it be? Whoever applies. Whoever applies, and you'll be our intern. I don't want to do that. So why don't I tell you a little I'm bit about... I'm overqualified, of course. We'll, I've been at HeadGum we'll, for six, seven will, years we'll now. We'll see. Here's, here's some of the things that you would uh, work on as a production uh, intern at HeadGum. Amir. Okay. Um, you'd be gaining a, a, an understanding of podcast production uh, and promotion uh, by shadowing development and supporting day-to-day needs for current series. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I'm interested, but obviously I'd like a higher position because I've been at the company for as long as it's been around. Um, you'd also be able to help us grow and uh, market our shows by creating promotional content, including video, audio, image assets. Uh, you can even pitch us ideas and concepts uh, for uh, that endeavor and 
and you would be in charge of executing them. How do you feel about that one, Amir? That actually sounds too hard for me to pull off, but I'm sure I can grow into it. Maybe if I start with an externship. Yeah. And you'd also be writing copy copy for like social media and newsletters and pitch decks and stuff. So I don't know how to write. Okay. But yeah. I can yell at someone. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Basically, yeah, I so, can be a nasty boss. Okay. All of these job requirements and additional tasks, you can just, uh, tasks, you can check out headgum.com slash about, um, and uh, you'll see that um, it, there's, a, there's a little link that says that we're hiring, and yeah, check it out. See if it's right for you. Um, we're also looking for a sales intern. Um, so you could do that if you want as well, buddy. What would that entail? Just because I'm, I am thinking about getting into sales. Um, just cause I've heard some peer evaluation things about me and that I might not be a right working fit. with the sales team to support Headgum's advertising marketplace gumball. Okay. Um, Shit. so you'll learn about advertising and podcasts, uh, and how brands and podcasts work together, et cetera, et cetera. Um, That's basically not- helping to facilitate yeah. the the ads in the podcast to the hosts on the podcast uh, working with the ad team. I think I'm too stupid to do that, but I'm wondering if um, if other people who are more qualified to like do that, what where would they have to go? Is that like a URL or a website? Like, or, is there even a difference between the two at this point? <laughs> yeah, you really are. So thank God you're you're sort of like I backed into, into the fabric of Headgum. Yeah, yeah. You you can't really be extricated at this point, but we the company would be better without me. Served without you, indeed. So you go to headgum.com/slash/about. Or just go to headgum.com and click around till you find the about page. If you're going to be uh, a production, social media, or sales intern, I feel like that's a kind of a prerequisite. Um, then there you can find careers at Headgum, see our current job posting page, uh, and apply right there. So give it a shot. If you feel like you've got the social media prowess, the production prowess, the sales prowess, um, let us know. Do you need a mouse pad? You don't need a mouse pad. Uh, you do need your own computer. You can work remote. Um, we also have offices in New York and Los Angeles. Um, do you have any other questions? I answered the mouse pad one, right? I have this like kind of really old, crummy, beat up. Um, a compact presario, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it barely gets the web. Dude, but I have, didn't like... you get a Dell? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Didn't you get Adele when you were playing uh, Celebrity with your friends and you couldn't remember the name of her songs so that everyone booed you out of the room? <laughs> Maybe I'll find someone like you. That's, That's where you nice. get a fine if you don't win the celebrity game. Yeah, and someone like you. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's the unsolicited. Is If you're interested in an internship, and these are paid positions, I hope. Yes, they are... Um, Yes, we are paying our interns because it's the right thing to do. Um, so yeah, they're they're paid positions. All right, good. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Thank you. Did you ever have an internship? Did you ever do that um, kind of stuff? What are you talking? Of course, I was an intern at Headgum for like a or sorry, not a, not a Headgum. You admitted it. I was an intern. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Thank I you guys so much for listening. Well, we figured we got him out. Do not. An You're cutting here to cut off the Head podcast Gum. 25 minutes early. An intern at so. Headgum, you said everyone. Congratulations. I was an intern. I was an intern at College Humor. 
I was an intern. Was that your first and only internship? I believe it was. Yeah, because I was a sophomore in college when I got it. Did that Before lead that to anything like, good? <laughs> no. No, it didn't. No friendships were made. <laughs> I still keep in touch with Streeter and Pat and meet Sarah yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> I was going to maybe see Jeff Rubin next week. So that'll be nice. Um, yeah. I was definitely still... Business uh, partners formed. Um, <laughs> yeah, me and Marty worked closely together. I met him late in my tenure oh. of college humor, but... Oh. Um, <laughs> and Andrew and Cohen, you know, people that work at HeadGum, we, we met Creative, there. wise partners, cool. any formations that you actually appreciate? Um... <laughs> And in terms of things that I appreciate and feel like were additive to my life. I life, think that, yes. Oh, I, I mean, I met my wife there. I know. I have your phone number. <laughs> and more. <laughs> Sorry. What is and more? What is and more? <laughs> I was what just was trying that? to be like, that was, yeah. That was bizarre. It was creepy as hell. <laughs> I have your phone number and more. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, like we get it. No, I mean, we get along. I'm saying I have your, like, we're connected in a way. I know your phone number. You have mine, probably. We're associates. <laughs> we're associates. Because you work at HeadGum and I work at HeadGum. And we work at HeadGum. God, that sounds so formal and cold. <laughs> <laughs> we co-host a show every once in a while. Well, once a week, you know. <laughs> I think but... I make you laugh. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> What? I didn't hear what you said. I didn't. No, I was saying next time you're in town, we should get a coffee. Coffee? (laughs) Or a tea. I don't know what you drink anymore because we're not fucking hanging out as much as we used to. Yeah, no, that'd be. I will. When we're. Because we have to hang out to record, so I'll just bring. I'll bring a to go coffee or Marty tea said there. you had plans to come to LA. I wasn't aware. Don't be demanding <laughs> in that really weird, intimate way. It's <gasps> off putting. I have your it's phone numbers. Cruise. I'll let's just leave it at that. Yeah, let's leave it at that. Actually, speaking of having someone's phone number, here's another question about a mother. Oh, <laughs> it's a mother theme. Yeah, it's it's a it's a late it's a late Mother's Day episode of our show by accident. This is a 23 year old guy from Philly, so we have no choice but to call him Ben Simmons, who I assume is 23 years old, but maybe 24. All right. Ben Simmons writes, I'm a 23-year-old guy from Philly, and I have a language-related predicament. Every week, my sweet mother orders a mystery box of produce from local farms instead of buying from a grocery store. I know, what an endearing concept. Since she doesn't know what kind of shit she'll be sent each week, she always makes it a point to tell you if you eat any of the stuff from the produce box. But the problem is she constantly refers to it as her box. I swear to Gord that just about every time she says that some weird fruit came in her box. Oh, that's just my box. My box didn't come yet. Those peaches were in my box. (laughs) I get my mom to stop talking about her box. Do I tell her the vile things that she's been saying for months? I'm tired of thinking about her box every time I eat a freaking plum. Thanks. Hope you come back to Philly where, whenever you tour again. Love you guys and all things headgum. Go Sixers. Love Ben. All right. Wow. All right. 
I mean, geez, so box Louise. means vagina. So when yeah, she no, says like the peaches came in my box, like that almost means that this person's mom <laughs> stuck a stone fruit in her vagina. <laughs> yeah, I feel like <laughs> this guy's issue is that he doesn't want to think about that or hear it. And then you yeah. just read that and then said that. And now yeah. it's like, it's really firmly cemented in his brain, probably forever. I don't know um, if I've ever eaten a plum. He's talking about eating plums. Like, I can't remember the last time I... I, I, I guess I plum forgot the last time I ate that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think about the last time you ate his mom out? <laughs> Come on. It was, it was, it's That's like funny, goof. right? Like, I ate this guy's mom? <laughs> like, I'm a fucking like, cannibal? No, you miss I'm not a fucking zombie piece you miss of her, shit. I was... It's not that kind of joke. Like, was... I want her brains. No. No, not like no. that at all. I'm it... a man. Okay, I'm not a fucking weird-ass monster. It was, an oral, it was an oral sex joke, is what I made. Oh. Not a fucking... <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, I go down on her. <laughs> yeah, and it's not that funny. I mean, <laughs> your reaction was borderline appropriate. You just got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I get it. I thought you were calling me, like, a fucking... Like a yeah, like an a man eater or a woman yeah. eater in this case. But you were just talking about me basically Shouldn't have... giving this guy's mom a head. <laughs> right, now I'm offended at my own joke because the way you said it back to me, I really didn't like it. Here's what I think you can do. Yeah, you give the box a catchier nickname. That's what you got to do. She's just calling it the box. You call it good. something different, you know, the like poon or something like that. No, Where's your little poon? Be... <laughs> let me see, it, mommy. Let me see your little poon, please, <laughs> why mommy. Is it, why is it calling it a little poon? Because like it's an acronym. Uh, what do you mean, P O O N? But why little? Why are you putting? Why are you making the box small? <laughs> it's a farm well, it's box. Like... <laughs> I mean, in the grand scheme of boxing, like, like, mommy, let me see your little poon. Like, I feel like that really (laughs) leans into it being a vagina thing. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking about like coffins and how big those are, and this would probably be smaller than that, right? Right. Okay. So, well, then I feel like at that point, it's weird to say small, like, because a coffin is wide, this would be like a tight box or a tight tight little poon. Yeah. Mommy, (laughs) did this, mommy, did this melon come from your tight little twat? Ew. What? That's another acronym. No, no it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's absolutely not. <laughs> and it's naughty. All right, so what should this guy do? I mean, at a certain point, you just have to get over it. You're not going to tell your mom that box means vagina and hopes she changes, do you? Yeah, you don't do that. Don't do that, because I feel like that conversation will be more uncomfortable than hearing it. Um, you know, you can move out. I don't know what the situation is, but that's a possibility. You can um, move out or move on. Either way, you gotta get gotta, gotta keep, keep on, on moving. moving. Wherever the the name of the farm that sends the box, make a cute little nickname out of that farm. That's okay? good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, it's like, oh, you didn't get it from this box. You got it from Brookshire Farms. Yeah, is that your Brookies? That's good. Mm-hmm. And there you Let go. Let me see philadelphia farmer's box oh yeah that's good oh no no the the closest farm that i can see her getting this produce at is actually hmm, this is unfortunate it's called mom's little pussy no way yeah that's the name of the, that won't help no mm. 
That's unfortunate. Yeah. And a bizarre name for like uh, a no co-op. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even make it's, sense. It's the height of insanity. <laughs> That's like, yeah, that means you have a bigger fish to fry than just your mom calling it that. All right. Mm-hmm. So I guess uh, get over it or um, never talk to your mom about her fruit ever, ever again. Something like that. Two good options. Uh, all right. Let's take a break and uh, answer some more questions after these messages. Hoorah. Do, 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 do. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect it's for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. That's amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. the subscription box that I accidentally <laughs> subscribed to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending one and a half million dollars a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn, and I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, Mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. (sighs) That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're back. Uh, we had so many lightning round questions submitted last week and didn't get through them all. So I thought mm-hmm. maybe we can power through some right now in the third act of this year podcast. Very, very smart. I love that idea. It's like a quick lightning storm, not like a full lightning round where like the Mm. thunderstorms last all weekend, but it's like, whoa, that was intense, but now it's over. Yeah, the aftershock. Yes, exactly. So do you have some quick hits to get? Um, Yeah, I like this one. Paul Burke writes, what are your go-to choices for a game night? Also, you better be able to freaking prove that this ep was recorded almost live. Well, I feel like we did last week prove that yeah and now yeah, we're yeah, but we didn't answer now this we're, question yeah right and now we're proving that this is actually super post not live we're recording this on thursday yeah um game night i mean i've done the jackbox games which could be pretty fun but that was like kind of zoom chic it was like remote recording style mm-hmm. game nights yeah. 
I've done the mafia thing, which can get contentious. I'm sure I've discussed that before, getting sort of yeah. borderline kicked out of a party for being yeah, wrongfully a, accused slash playing the game wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that game where I forget the name of it, where like it's like code names or something, where you're trying to let people guess certain things things that you have or people that you have have like a board of words right yeah exactly yeah that game was Um, pretty fun that one is fun but only six people can play it right yeah i think it's a it's a one team on one team style Mm -hmm. um there's like there was all right well i have a couple so do you like game nights in general um yeah i no i mean i don't like game nights I like hanging out and drinking and then a game spontaneously breaks out, you know? I see. So you don't want people inviting you over for a game night. You want no. to a house party that games are sort of happening in if necessary. Yeah, or I like going on like, you know, a a weekend trip with a bunch of friends and like one of the things is like playing a game. You know, there's a right. puzzle going, there's a sports game on, we're playing something. It's it's nice, it's easy, it's relaxed. I don't like coming over for a game night. But I think one of the best games to bring on a trip is Past the Pigs. I think Oh yeah. Is, you brought that to probably, Iceland. If we brought it to Iceland and we played it, I, one night we played it for like three uninterrupted hours, right? Didn't we play until the clubs closed by accident? Yes, we were so into it at a bar that they almost kicked us out because it's like, you guys got to go. And it's basically this, like, it's a dice game, but instead of dice, it's these two rubber pigs that can land in different ways. Yeah. Um, and it's incredible. We made up our, we we perfected the rules of the game because one of the ways that the pigs can land is worth um, one point. And it makes the math kind of hard. So we made, if they land both, uh, on two dots or no no dots, which are usually worth one point, we just made that worth a zero. If pig lands on its back, that's a razorback. It's worth five. Double <laughs> razorback, that's ten. Yeah, I think you're getting you get a trotter. Into the that's five of the game. That's we don't really know. On, yeah, on people all don't fours, know what that double kind of trotter is. Twenty. Any the real heads know. The real yeah. heads know. And then what's it um, called when it lands on like a diagonal? That's very rare. Or something that's a leaning jowler. And it's worth 15. And if you get a double leaning jowler, it's worth 65. Which is incredibly rare. But uh, yeah, I've never seen it. And we set the rule that if you land on a double leaning jowler, it's just game the fuck over. Because I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So it sounds like you do like touching it. Yeah. (laughs) I like past the pigs. You you started saying you didn't like game night. And then you got really into this pig game by the end. (laughs) I'm obsessed with past the pigs. The other good one is, (laughs) there's like a Scattergories game online. If you if you just search categories online, it's um it's like the first result, but the website is swellgarfo.com slash categories. And it's based it's categories that you can play on your phone, which is okay. excellent. All right. All right. That's cool. It's actually really mm-hmm. cool. So yeah. some good game options. Yeah. Um here's a question from JK Tweets. Uh, Amir, what's more important to you, the Lakers winning 10 consecutive championships from now or you receiving one golden mic? What do you think? Is that in play? I don't know. LeBron's not going to be great. No, forever. the golden mic? Um, it feels, it's a little tacky <laughs> to ask about it. So let's, I thought I did. It. Let's leave that for a beat and just, why don't you answer the question? Um, 
without kind of like <laughs> inquiring, you know, that like weird whiny little grasping. I way. think I would. Yeah. Oh, Ten you're seems overreaching. Like a Sorry. I'm not over it. 10 seems fun, but like I'd be happy with a few. And then if not to, not to grasp or reach or to ask for it. Overreach. <laughs> I'm saying like, I don't even want to talk about it unless it's fine too. Then I think you already lost it when you chose 10 championships over the, Golden I did not. Rank. I absolutely you said, did se- not. You said 10 seems fun. <laughs> no, it seems, seems fun. fun, but ultimately Your I think I would want... <laughs> Your grave was dug. Your bed was made. Sleep in it, lie in it, die in it. Right. I don't think that I, 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 I just don't think that you really get to be part of the conversation <laughs> around a golden mic when you would rather have something else occur something else happen that's it's tacky frankly if i can be candid you're all, you don't have to ask me because it seems like you're often candid when it comes to the golden mic and regardless of what i do it's tacky i think Fine. it deserves I my don't... candor i think it deserves my candor <laughs> i take it seriously all right not flippantly have you given one for this episode yet or it's all tbd because yeah i, I got I... the golden mic because i had to defend it with all my heart with such gusto when you tried to desecrate it by saying that it wasn't worth 10 friggin lakers championships it's worth that to me fine give me the fucking championships what <laughs> i said give me the champ i'm not getting the golden mic evidently so give me the championships as a consolation prize not that i choose i don't it. make those rules i don't make i'm not a genie Honestly, I'll be I'll happy be, to get out of here without a turdy. I feel like I've won one of those. I feel like you were every you, episode except for this one. <laughs> it it went without saying that you got one when you were doing the like twat thing. That was really uncalled for. That was a little. It was a little blue for the show. Didn't you talk about joke about me going down on that man's mother? <laughs> I said that. You said you couldn't imagine me doing that. I feel like there was one of us that took it too far and that one of us won the turdy and that was you on the day. What's the most important sauce? Um, Asks. A great question. <laughs> Not the best sauce, but the most important the sauce. The most important sauce. Mm. The most important sauce. What sauce goes in everything? Um, I, mm, it's tough. It's a really tough question. What are you narrowing it down to in your head? Like soy and or tomato and or ranch or something like that? Mayonnaise? It. I mean, is mayonnaise a sauce? I don't think mayonnaise is a sauce. It, yeah, I guess like, not. I'm trying to, I'm basically trying to like Alfredo sauce, penne, uh, vodka sauce. Yeah. You're talking um, about Italian sauces specifically. Yeah. I can't really think, like, I mean, there are there are other sauces to be sure. I'm just trying to, like, I feel like one of my favorite sauces. It's a cheesy sauce. It's a cheese sauce. I think it's cheese sauce. It's Annie's macaroni and cheese sauce. The sauce but of it, the if mayo is not a sauce, why is cheese a sauce? Well, because that's actually called a cheese sauce in, like, the directions. Okay. All right, I'll go tomato sauce because it's it's in pasta, it's on pizza, pizza, it's yeah. on sandwiches. What's more yeah. important than a tomato based paste? I think that's probably true. It's probably tomato sauce. I I, I would have to concur. Um, Riley asked, "What's the best chewing gum brand and why?" 
we're both non-chewing gum branders. Or do you do you chew gum? I don't chew gum. When I did, I feel like I often got um, the ones that like duped me with their like dentist marketing, like the teeth whiteners. Um, so like the Dentine Ice, the Orbit, yeah, the Trident. It seems like dentists would not like chewing gum because it just causes like excessive mastication. Mm, interesting. We yeah, like, neither of us like gum. Like I, I used to eat gum when i was single because i wanted my breath to be nice in case i kissed anyone yeah right but now i can't remember the last time you fucking closed Hurwitz. <laughs> this guy used to get he used to strike out so much we used to call him gumby because he used to go home with the gum in his mouth <laughs> hey don't worry about your breath gumby and you'd have to fucking go home and we'd make you do the voice we would make you say look leave me alone guys <laughs> <laughs> that i really I feel like I must have blocked that out because I remember being called Gumby. I remember not being able to close. I remember when you guys would send me home from the bar early because you would say, yeah, why don't you ride Pokey home because you're obviously not going to close tonight. (laughs) I just don't remember that I would do the voice. Because I yeah, feel like to go, okay, folks. And we're like, that's not the voice. Maybe you got to commit to it a little more, Gumby. Yeah. It was probably once a weekend for five years. Really? Yeah. Well, because I remember that one time where I said, goodbye, guys. And I got hit yeah. by like a vest. That was it. That was and it. You, that was right? the night. We hired that fucking task rabbit to That's, to bowl you over on the Vespa. Right. That scooter. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was. What's the longest you've gone without showering? Asks Lou Magic 19. I think six days. Jesus. Yeah. In a non-camping environment or in a camping environment? It was a camping environment. I was in Yosemite with my brother for six days. All right. What's What about you have access to a shower longest you've gone? I think there's like a video of it actually on College Humor, like an, in an outtakes video where like Sarah's asking me how long it had been since I'd showered and it was five days, maybe Jesus. four. Wow. Because that was when I was living in LA and coming back to New York to shoot. And I like took a red eye and... I guess that's really not an excuse for not showering. Yeah, for if anything, days. you should shower more after a flight. Yeah, it's like I was, but I was busy. I was traveling a lot. We had to shoot. I don't know why I didn't shower. Yeah, it must be interesting. There was a time. Like, there was a time where I thought my hair looked better when I didn't shower. So, like, if I was having a good hair day, I wouldn't want to shower to like ruin it. Yeah. And now I think it looks better when it's clean. So I shower a lot more. Yeah. Now I shower once a day. Shampoo, soap conditioner yeah. all of it the full monty I, well i use the uh the head and shoulders two in one so yeah i, sh- I shampoo and condition that's cool thank you that's really cool really all right here's a question sure terex jones would you rather all right let's say you're at a dinner with jill's family would you rather fart really loudly or shit your pants silently hmm i guess Hmm. Am I at like it's not your family am I at a restaurant? Yeah. No, no, no. It's at a at it's a family dinner, extended family. Twelve of twelve of your wife's family and you, and it's kind of quiet as people set up, sit around, clinking silverware. Oh. Would you rather rip ass or silently shart? <laughs> I guess shit my pants because then I could just excuse myself briefly, throw out the underwear. Um, and come back and not really lose face. That means you aren't comfortable 
with your sexuality slash partnership <laughs> in your wife's eye. That's really <laughs> alarming to hear. <laughs> no, it's what the fuck are you talking about? That's really <laughs> that's sad, man. All right, this isn't a this isn't like fucking gotcha questions. Okay, why don't you go? You just say your answer without tearing mine apart. I will loudly fart and shit my fucking khakis (laughs) in front of everybody because I am whatever you say I am. And I will fill my ass up from front to back like I sat in a bowl of chocolate pudding. And I will loudly rip that ass. That's enough. And then when they tell me to stop, I'll say, who the hell are you to talk to me? If you hadn't won the turdy already, this is the fucking definition of a (laughs) turdy. Talking in in detail about how you would rip ass and shit yourself at a family fucking reunion. That's that's enough. But I did want to say, when people, um, when we got the IP back to Jake and Amir, um, I feel like we people were like tweeting at us about nfts and i was thinking that if we ever did an nft that the first one i would want to make an nft is you shitting your khakis that's good so then somebody can own that moment (laughs) somebody owns you saying you think i give a flaming fart and then you shit your khakis (laughs) it doesn't seem i mean like that it's too perfect I would pay top ether to have that be mine digitally for all time in the blockchain. Because it's a statement on non-fungible tokens in general. Exactly. To have that in my open wallet for life, for me to be the owner of that NFT would go further than me owning a Andy Warhol or a Magritte or something. Uh, All right. One last question. Whatever sure. happened to Jake's godchildren? About a year ago, a lot of people were making you their godparent to their children. You must have had like oh, six right. to eight godkids. Have you yeah. kept up with any of them? Do you know what's going on there? Um, I haven't, but I feel like that's on that's on the parents. That's on the kids. They should be getting in touch with their their <laughs> goddad a little. They should. They owe me. They owe me an email. They owe me a text. They owe me an apology. I wouldn't. I don't need any cash from my godchildren, but yes, I feel of like course at this not stage, godchildren. I feel like at this stage, um, a check, a card with a fucking crisp ten spot in there would be make things a little bit better. Um, but yeah, no, I actually I think I had like six godchildren at some. Yeah, point. yeah, and you're trying to extort them now. You want them to send you money? They don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah, no, I really, I would, I would like updates. I'd like to know how they're doing. I yeah. genuinely would. And the $10 bill? I'll send them one. That's really Put nice. Put it into a college fund. Maybe that's I'll buy them all. I'm going to buy them all like $50 bonds. Oh, that's that cool. That seems like a nice thing. The other most bar- boring gift you can receive as a child is a fucking piece of paper that says you can get cash in 61 years. Yeah. That's longer than I you think- could possibly imagine. At some when we moved, my mom found that like my grandma or my grandfather had like gotten us uh, bonds, and she uh, let everyone know. And it was like, oh, this is nice, thank you. Like I have to take it to I have to take it to a bank. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's it's an errand. Yeah, imagine getting like a a foreign bond, like a bond from a different country. You have to go to like the embassy and cash it or something like that. Yeah, it's tough. Um. All right, that's it. 
many questions as we can get through. Thank you for submitting them. Uh, thank you for sending those theme songs. The email address Absolutely. for all of it is if I were you show at gmail.com. Uh, the opening song was written by Matthew. This closing one is a turdy themed song written by Thomas. Whoa, congrats. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of an inner monologue slash mini ballad, as it were, that I imagine playing in Amir's head whenever he has the golden mic snatched from his spindly little clutches. If you right. end up using it, shout out my Roche. Sorry, shout out Roche, his friend Roche, R-O-H-R-O-C-H, and then also Ben Arhum and Shan, like Sean. All right, Sean. Uh, don't have anything to plug or advice to break, but if life ever takes a slight turn for the shit, I'll hit you up. All right, thanks, Thomas. Woo! Uh, and thanks to you guys for listening. More uh, content on our Patreon all the time. Patreon.com slash JA. We're watching That's old right. videos. We're up- uploading animated sketches we write. There's old If I Were You episodes on there. Hours and hours and hours of stuff. Uh, so check that out if you get the chance. Indeed. And as for us, we'll be back next you week. You know it. Uh, yeah. Ciao Did for now. I get the golden bike just once. I'm just a desperate, lonely chipmunk. I can't take another dirty. Tired of being a high-pitched fool How do I become a and a fool? Never mind, I'll dance I have no award But a single turn What am I to do? Give shit advice Things aren't alright Son, if I were you was a HeadGum original.